hi, and welcome to another special edition of BYOB live from, well, recorded live from Killer Nashville Writers Conference here in Franklin, Tennessee. And we are super excited to be joining some author friends, some new friends, and just having a great time. And of course, Laura and I, back in person, we can actually touch. Oh, yeah. <gasps> First time in four years this weekend, finally actually being in the same room doing the show. So we're excited and we are looking forward to introducing you to some great new authors. We've got two of them joining us right now. And we've got some more on deck for another episode. So this is going to be a lot room. of fun. We have, we have a green room. room. That makes us sound really important. Yeah. It's not green though. It's not it's beige. beige. We have a beige room. That's what we have. So we are super glad that you guys are joining us and that you braved coming up here in the mysterious signs that were posted downstairs. <laughs> this is the crime scene Come room. to the crime scene room. No we'll privacy. see you about your work. Oh, thanks so much for having us. Thank well, you. we are so glad. So I'm going to let you guys introduce yourselves to the viewers so that you can actually tell them everything that you would like for them to know as opposed to us reading a bio or something like that. That would be truly dull. <laughs> so right. we'll let you go first. All right. Well, I'm Rodney Seiler. And uh, I've, I'm raised here in Middle Tennessee, and uh, so some of the books that I've written are about Middle Tennessee. And uh, the main series I've written is called uh, Yellow Fever, Finding the Treasure. Well, Yellow Fever is the series. Finding the Treasure Within is the main, the first Ooh. big book in that. And then there's a series of, there'll be three other books. One of them's already out called The Caged Ruby, uh, part of that series. And then I'm also writing a uh, murder mystery and uh, these first ones are more for young adult up and uh it and you know it doesn't start out like a murder mystery but they do happen to find a few bodies along the way as they should uh, they should and uh, <laughs> rather skeletal but they find some bodies and uh, that date back 100 years or something so they get to solve some of those things uh so it is uh got some murder involved and uh my background is I was raised on a farm, Middle Tennessee, so I've had lots of experiences in the area, and a lot of the things in my book series are based on cave exploring and all kinds of things that I did now tell me, in this area. I'm, I'm gonna pause you there because sure. I live here. <laughs> and so when you say cave exploring, where, what caves are we talking about around here? Well, mostly wild caves. Uh, I have some more county down in Lynchburg, Tennessee, and it's, even though it's a tiny little county, there's probably about 100 caves in that county. There are people don't know about a lot of them because farmers try to keep them covered up so the cows don't fall in them and all that. But if you poke around, you can find a lot of caves. So we did when I was. That's uh, spooky now. Aren't you afraid you're going to get stuck in a cave? I did. Oh, did and, you? and it happened to, to find its way into the book. Oh, fun. Oh, that's always the So best. a lot of the Real things stories. that happened to I mean, me. Fun for us. Huh? Yeah. Fun yeah. for you. <laughs> A lot of things that happened to me ended up happening to characters in the book. So there's no one character that is me, but there's lots of things that I did that they end up getting involved with. The thing is regrettable, though, in the book, they find all kinds of treasures, and I never did. Oh, oh it sounds it's like so Tom sad. and Becky in the cave. Oh, it sounds like a, yeah. a Tom Sawyer a little bit. There's a, a little Tom Sawyer, a little Huck uh, Finn kind of yeah. stuff going on. And uh, the... It's lots of adventure. Uh, I had one reader that called me and complained. She said, my main character is named Amber. They said, won't you please leave Amber alone? You're, you're, <laughs> every time Amber. she's up, you beat her back down again. But uh, she's a, she, it's, it's about kids. It's a really clean book. There's no bad language in it. And the, uh, uh, it may make you think there's going to be at some points, but they always resolve it without a lot of bad language. There is a little blood and stuff because these kids get hurt a little bit along mm -hmm. the way, mm -hmm. and the bad guys really get hurt. 
Oh, good. So uh, we like that. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's kind of what the series is about. Um, and uh, the after I got that series going, they're not all finished yet. Only two are published. And uh, the other one is called Sky Bombs. And it's Ooh, uh, that's a great title. Yeah, that is a, a great title. Interesting uh, novel be coming out hopefully in maybe five or six months. And uh, it's a true murder mystery with lots of intrigue and international travel and all sorts of things like that. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. I had to ask about the caves too, because recently I went to Cumberland Caverns mm -hmm. and got to see a concert in a cave, the coolest concert venue ever. Yeah. But a friend of mine who lives here, she's from Franklin too. We have been trying really hard to find our own cave because we want to have a rave in a cave. Oh, I don't know if it's just the rhyming thing. But we want to have like a silent rave, like where they have the headphones on <laughs> and have this like whole thing, like maybe a party this is, in a cave. This is your fella to we tell you don't about the cave. want it caving in on the rave in a cave. It's not a you know cave in rave in. It's more of just the actual have a party there. But we thought that would be a lot of fun. And then of course we have Cumberland Caverns where you can go see a great concert. Yeah. If you're ever here, you should go. I might be able to help you with that. But Ooh. most people that have caves. Try to keep people out of them. Yeah, liability things, so. it's a lot yeah. of liability. So, but no, you might be able to find one. There's a lot of caves. <laughs> You've got your cave. I have my cave up. Yeah, my cave. Caveman. Cave <laughs> if anyone takes anything away from this podcast, it will be that he is the caveman. <laughs> we'll we'll try to make sure there's you know more relevance <laughs> than just that one conversation. Sorry about that. Okay. I digress. <laughs> anyway, uh, enough about me. I guess my uh, I work as an engineer. All my life, uh, my degree is actually in science, taught school for a while, and I've had a pretty diverse uh, experiences around the country. Yeah. And uh, I've got 13 patents, so I'm into the science thing a little bit. Oh, wow. And um, so now I'm close to retirement, so I do a little writing. Love it. I absolutely yeah. love it. Yeah. We're, you're talking to two teachers as well, so... You know, yeah. all these these fun things. Lots of I love in our day job. It's not our day job. And I love hearing what other people's day jobs are. I mean, that, mm -hmm. that makes it a lot of fun to know where everybody is coming from and how they end up in writing and how their own life experiences fuel that passion and fuel their story. So very interesting stuff. Your turn, Mr. Careful, you end up in my novel. We love his shirt. Look at the shirt. Check it's the gray. shirt. Careful, or you'll end up in my novel. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so my name is uh, Jay Robert Kenny. I write uh, mystery, uh, suspense, thrillers. Uh, originally from North Carolina, but I now live in, in Tennessee, uh, just in Knoxville. So it's about three hours from here. Beautiful. Where, where we are. It's beautiful. I love East Tennessee. Um, I have a little bit of a varied background, bounced around a little bit. I've taught uh, some college courses in international politics. Uh, my specialties are in, along the lines of international conflict. Mm -hmm. uh, so I have, I have a PhD in international politics, but I specialize in terrorism, radicalization, uh, anything along those lines. Um, currently, do security work uh, along uh, behavioral science focus. Uh, so anything psychology related to national security—that's pretty much what oh, I what I uh, work on. That's my name I don't come think... up. <laughs> yeah, you haven't gotten us on your radar, have you? Not yet. Um, so, so that's that's kind of my my background. I also have a master's degree in forensic science, so I that's you know crime scene investigation, uh, and I put all that in my books. I'm just finishing up a trilogy now uh, that I call the the Volia series, which is based after a real life terrorist group that existed in Russia about 100 years ago. Uh, in real life, they were all executed and uh, wiped out. 
the premise of my books is a few of them survived, went underground, and have been building strength for about a century and are kind of re-rising again uh, with some of the same aspirations. Oh, wow. uh, and cool. So the, the third book in that trilogy comes out uh, in the next couple of months. And so yeah, that's, that's me in a nutshell. Him in a nutshell sounds way more interesting <laughs> yeah, than me in a nutshell. I know, it does. <laughs> I'm in a nutshell, PhD, master's degree. <laughs> Oh, I don't know, just, just, just you, never know. Know. you never know. You never know who you're going to meet sitting across the table. Right. You know, you, you write what you know as well. So yeah. like you said, mm -hmm. you write and put the caves in, in your books. You know, my books tend to be very international based uh, thrillers, like terrorist groups, those sorts of things. Very uh, conflict heavy on that front. Where can we find your books? Are they available? Amazon, Amazon or yeah. website? Yeah, yeah. Amazon's probably the best spot. Yeah. Um, paperback, Kindle. I have audiobooks uh, for a couple of them out now as well. Did you narrate them? I did narrate them. Uh, uh, You've got the voice. What kind of a voice? So got the voice. I, yeah. I appreciate yeah. that. I've, I've, I've actually hosted a podcast for a while on international nice. politics, uh, so that's probably where I got that. As I, said, I taught at the university for a few years as well. Yeah, teach um, your voice. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. I. Uh, I got a newfound respect for voice actors, though. It's a lot harder than it, than it sounds. I bet. Yeah. You can really strain your voice, can't you, if you don't take care? Be very careful with it. Really, I'm going to do my audiobook, I think. Yeah. So I need to uh, take some well, it's, tips from you. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed yeah. doing it. The recording was a lot of fun. I kind of you know, bought a nice microphone, got it set up at my little home office. Mm -hmm. It's been a lot of fun to do it. Oh, good. That's good to hear because, mm. you know, it intimidates me a little bit. So it intimidates me a little bit too. I want I mean, I was on radio and I mean, I did some things, but audiobook narration. You know, the recording wasn't, it wasn't too bad. The production side of editing and making yeah. sure that everything is normalized sound levels. That was some complicated uh, things that were a little over my head. I had to teach myself. Do you use audacity? I do use audacity. Yeah. Uh, see, that's love audacity but i i think that i would get so into reading the book that i wouldn't notice all the things that i'd screwed up and then i'd have to keep going back and doing it again because i'd want to just like keep going through the story i mean laura and i both have theater backgrounds as well and so i think we get into the acting and the reading and we're like gonna get into the mood of it and Absolutely. i don't realize that i've like skipped over that word because i knew what that word was but now it's like missing and well, people are going what did they say i, I will say uh recording the audiobooks really taught me to read my books out loud when I'm writing them too, because you catch things that you don't when, when you're just writing. That's you catch, oh, catch I never mistakes, thought of that. Especially in dialogue. Uh, I tell my students to do that all the time and yeah. I'm terrible about doing it myself. Yeah, that, that really, that lesson really taught me uh, the importance of reading it out loud. My students are always like, I don't want to read it out loud, Miss Nash. I don't want to read it out loud. It's like, do you have a dog or a cat that will sit still long enough? Like, I'm not asking you to read it to an audience. I'm saying read it out loud so you, you actually catch those things. And then I don't do it myself. So I've read mine out loud as, as an editing phase. And mm -hmm. I've also had, after they were published, had my wife read them to me. Oh, great. Driving. Good idea. That's yeah. And uh, that's a good way to catch things that when you're hearing it from somebody else, it, it makes it easy. It gets a little late once it's published. But mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's, that'd be a good thing, thing to do also early in the game or before you get them published. That's good. Um, yeah. Also, as you were saying, when when you know what it's supposed to say, your brain tells you that's what it says. Mm -hmm. Having having somebody else read it yeah. for you, you can read right over words that, that aren't even house. there. Just mm -hmm. you know, make them. Yeah, up. that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. I tried one of my kids to do it since my husband won't read. So. <laughs> <laughs> I plan to read my own audio books. That would be great. But my problem is, even though it's the kind of book it is, there's a lot of emotional things in it, mm. and I get choked up reading my own books, which. Mm -hmm. Good and bad, I guess it means it's some, there's some emotion written into them. I didn't 
but it's hard to do an audio book. And if you have, your books are set in Middle Tennessee, I think there's something to be said for having that Middle Tennessee accent in it as well. Oh, I have an accent? (laughs) It's the rest of us. Just I just, I, I love that. I mean, it's almost like having Andy Griffith read his own when you know he would read and you know radio shows and things that he would do and the stories that he's telling. His accent makes those stories so much more just just a rich experience for the listeners. So it, it puts it you in great. the story. Yeah, yeah. It absolutely does. And so I think narrating the story, it's it's bringing that reader to Middle Tennessee just through hearing somebody from middle Tennessee narrate the book. I mean, somebody with no accent whatsoever that has been trained to have just a neutral accent. I don't know that it would make it as much fun to listen to as it would to be in more of a regional accent. Yeah, uh, I travel all over the country and when I go in some Northern states, I've been places before and they say, would you say that again? I just want to hear. <laughs> I just want to hear your voice. It is. It's comforting. Uh-huh. It's a comforting voice. Yes. It is. I yes. love the southern accent. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm from South Louisiana. I don't really have a South Louisiana accent. I don't have a Tennessee accent. I don't know yeah, what my accent is, but I have a little bit of an just accent. Yeah. yeah, it's just a hint. But I, I love those those richer, fuller, you know, more localized accents. They just they're fun to listen to. <laughs> they really they are. are. They are. All right. So social media. Let's get the folks finding you. So where on social media can folks find you? I think it's my email is rodneysiler at comcast.net and they can send me an email. I've also got a website that's uh, rodneysilerbooks.com, mm-hmm. which is very convenient. Yeah. But I don't I haven't really developed a lot on that yet. There's some things there where you can uh, get books and things, but it's not really a highly developed website. It needs some work. But rodneysilerbooks.com. <laughs> Rodney Seller at Comcast.net. Excellent. Excellent. Um, yeah, so I'm J. Robert Kinney, K-I-N-N-E-Y, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and the website. And they're all the same. JRobertKinney.com. Dr. Kinney. Yes. <laughs> Dr. Kinney, Master Kinney, all these you know, various titles. Do you like put everything behind your name when you sign in the book? <laughs> it depends on the setting. <laughs> I love it. Well, I am Nolan Ash. She is Laura Gemp. And we are at Killer Nashville and super, super excited to have some more folks in our beige room room. (laughs) waiting to be interviewed today. So we are going to get onto our next group and we will see you next time on BYOB. As a reminder, this is a copywritten podcast of Authors on the Air, Global Radio Network. We'll see you next time.